0: The crew of the schooner was not unfamiliar with choppy seas, and it seemed normal for May. They worked on, sailing back from the Caribbean toward Baltimore, Maryland. Without warning, the winds picked up dramatically, stinging the crewmen's eyes with biting wind and salty sea spray. Soon, the captain and his crew found themselves in the middle of a white squall in the Bermuda Triangle. Welcome to Shipwreck Sunday, my name is Eleanor. Just a quick disclaimer for a younger audience before we dive in. This story may be disturbing to some, so viewer discretion is advised. Okay everyone, let's get into it. Today is a first for us here on Shipwreck Sunday. Normally, I tend to steer clear of conspiracies. But today, we are diving in with both feet. Let's start with the origins of the Devil's Triangle, as it's also known as. The Bermuda Triangle is an urban legend focused on a loosely defined region in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean between Miami, Florida in the United States, Bermuda, and San Juan, Puerto Rico, and here, numerous planes and ships have seemingly vanished. The exact dimensions of the Triangle are not exact, however, with some writers giving different vertices to the Bermuda Triangle, some even stretching it to the Irish coast. This makes the area of the Triangle variant, varying between 1,300,000 to 3,900,000 square kilometers or 500,000 to 1,510,000 square miles. This large area started to get a bad reputation for disappearances starting in one article in the 1950s, and the myth has perpetuated ever since. If you like other mysterious stories, you'll love our special on the ghost ship, Mary Celeste. An article published in the Miami Herald, now known as the Associated Press, by Edward Van Winkle Jones on September 17, 1950, chronicled the strange disappearances in the Triangle, thus starting the craze. Two years after this, Fate magazine published a short article written by George Sand called Sea Mystery at Our Back Door, and in it, Sand detailed multiple disappearances of ships and planes, including the infamous disappearance of Flight 19. For our younger audience members and those who are blissfully unaware, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version of Flight 19. Flight 19 was a training flight of five TBM Avenger torpedo bombers that were flying over the Bermuda Triangle on December 5th, 1945, when mysteriously they disappeared, with not hide nor hair of the fleet being seen since. After the disappearance of the planes, one of the search and rescue aircraft also went missing, adding to the uproar surrounding the missing squadron. There were odd communications from the flight leader, with one of his final statements being, quote, We are entering white water. Nothing seems right. We don't know where we are. The water is green. No white. Though this seems ominous, the Navy chopped it up to be due to navigational error, leading the aircraft to run out of fuel and eventually crashing into the ocean, where the squadron was lost, presumably outside of the Triangle's borders. There's a lot more to that story that is strange and unexplainable, but that is the abbreviated version and the official explanation given. We're going to go over a couple more notable incidents, and then we'll dive into hypothetical explanations for the disappearances. One of these disappearances is of HMS Atalanta, a Royal Navy sail training ship that set sail from the Royal Naval Dockyard in Bermuda for Falmouth, England, on January 31st, 1880, but she never made it. She disappeared in the bermuda triangle and it was assumed that she sank in a powerful storm that crossed her path a couple of weeks after she'd set out the fact that the majority of her crew were inexperienced trainees is probable for playing a role in her presumed loss as well with the search for evidence of her fate garnering worldwide attention at the time however this isn't the only naval vessel that disappeared before we continue if you're enjoying the video leave me a like Subscribe to the channel for more content, and let me know down in the comments section below. Okay, back to the story. One of our top viewers on the channel, Leopard1, totally called it that we'd be mentioning this one, USS Cyclops. USS Cyclops was a Proteus-class collier that disappeared sometime after March 4, 1918, while carrying a full load of manganese ore and with one engine out of action in the Bermuda Triangle, with not a trace of her nor her 306-man crew ever being seen since. She had set out from the island of Barbados, and this disappearance resulted in the single largest loss of life in U.S. Navy history that was not related to combat. She was part of a class of four, and interestingly enough, three out of four of the Proteus-class ships disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle. Let me know if you want a more detailed episode on these ships, I'd love to make one. Our next disappearance should be familiar to our regular listeners, the Carol A. Deering. This five-masted schooner was found hard aground and abandoned at Diamond Shoals off the coast of Cape Hatteras, North Carolina, on January 31st, 1921, with multiple conspiracies surrounding the vessel and the disappearance of her entire crew, including the myth of the Bermuda Triangle. Check out our episode on the Carol A. Deering if you'd like to hear all of the bizarre series into this ship's abandonment. Ships aren't the only thing that's disappeared in the triangle, as we covered earlier with Flight 19. Two more planes disappeared within a year of one another, and you could kind of consider them sisters, as they were both Avro Tudor 4 passenger aircraft operated by British South American Airways. These two planes were GAHNP Star Tiger on January 30, 1948 on a flight from Azores to Bermuda, and GAGRE Star Ariel on January 17, 1949 on a flight from Bermuda to Kingston, Jamaica. While the Triangle is often blamed for the disappearances, we do have to note that the both planes were operating at the very limits of their range, and the tiniest area or fault in the equipment could cause the planes to not reach their destinations. A Douglas DC-3 aircraft, number NC-16002, disappeared on December 28, 1948, while flying from San Juan, Puerto Rico to Miami, Florida, one quarter of the Triangle to the other. None of the 32 people aboard the flight or the plane itself has ever been located, with a civil aeronautics board investigation finding there wasn't sufficient information available to draw any conclusions on what happened here. And our final notable incident we are mentioning is a shocking aircraft collision. A pair of U.S. Air Force KC 135 Stratotanker aircraft were flying over the Atlantic when they tragically collide and crash into the ocean on August 28, 1963, roughly 300 miles or 480 kilometers west of Bermuda. Some writers state that the two aircraft did collide but left two distinct crash sites that were 160 miles or 260 kilometers apart. However, author Larry Kush's detailed research shows that the unclassified version of the Air Force investigation report revealed that this second debris site was really just a mass of seaweed and driftwood tangled up in an old buoy, so there was only one crash site in reality. If you're on an audio-only format like Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, or another podcast service, make sure to subscribe for more episodes and leave us a 5-star review, since it helps us reach more listeners like you. Check out our Community tab on YouTube to keep up with us, and we are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay, back to the story. Now we dive into potential explanations for the Bermuda Triangle's strange disappearances, starting with the natural explanations and then we'll look into the supernatural. One of the odder natural occurrences is compass variations. Compass problems are cited in many triangle incidents, including the compasses of Flight 19 swirling and spinning uncontrollably. Some writers and researchers have theorized that there are odd local magnetic anomalies at play in the area, but these anomalies have yet to be discovered if they exist. Compasses aren't perfect, however, and they naturally have magnetic variations in relation to the magnetic poles, and this is a well-known fact among navigators. Magnetic Compass North and Geographic True North are the exact same in only a few places. This fact is not well known to the public, and thus leads to conspiracies and mysteries that really aren't there surrounding a changing compass. The second natural phenomena we are going to get into is the Gulf Stream, also known as the Florida Current, which is a major surface current that runs from the Gulf of Mexico up the eastern coastline of the United States and veers out into the Atlantic off the coast of Maine. It's like a river within the ocean, and it does whisk things away, and this could include a stranded ship or a crashed aircraft. It has a maximum surface velocity of 6.6 feet per second, or 2 meters per second, which doesn't seem fast, but is in fact incredibly fast for an ocean current. The third natural explanation is one that I think applies to any ship sinking and plane crash. Human error. Official inquiries all over the world cite human error. Hell, even the sinking of RMS Titanic cites human error. For example, human stubbornness could have caused Harvey Conover to lose his sailing yacht, Renalvik as he sailed right into a storm on January 1st, 1958, just south of Florida and well within the Bermuda Triangle. As I briefly mentioned earlier, dangerous weather is a natural occurrence in this part of the Atlantic, and hurricanes are a huge part of that. Hurricanes are very powerful and deadly storms that form in tropical waters and have taken thousands of lives and cost billions in damages. The first recorded instances of a destructive hurricane was in 1502 when the entirety of Francisco de Bobadillo's Spanish fleet sank in a deadly hurricane. Hurricanes have caused a number of the incidents related to the Triangle, and they are entirely natural, explaining away a lot of the mysticism of the Triangle in one fell swoop. Many Atlantic hurricanes pass over the Triangle as they sweep upward off the eastern seaboard. Before weather satellites, there was no way to warn ships of these storms, and they'd often sail right into them with little to no warning. However, hurricanes are not the only weather phenomenon seen in the Bermuda Triangle. On May 14, 1986, the Pride of Baltimore sank due to a powerful downdraft of cold air sweeping down over the region. The crew of the sunken ship noted the wind suddenly and sharply changed and increased velocity from 20 miles per hour or 32 kilometers per hour to 60 to 90 miles per hour or 97 to 145 kilometers per hour, a pretty drastic change. James Lusheen, a National Hurricane Center satellite specialist, was quoted as saying, quote, "...during very unstable weather conditions, the downburst of cold air from aloft can hit the surface like a bomb, exploding outward like a giant squall line of wind and water." This is what hit the pride of Baltimore, leading her to sink in the Bermuda Triangle. If you want to hear more about dangerous weather systems, check out our episode on the Great Lakes Storm of 1913. And our final natural explanation is a bit odd, but stick with me here. Large fields of methane hydrates, which is a form of natural gas, on the continental shelves located within the Bermuda Triangle. Lab experiments in Australia proved that bubbles can sink a scale model ship by decreasing the density of the water, and any wreckage would either land on the ocean floor or be rapidly shuffled away by the Gulf Stream. It's been hypothesized that periodic methane eruptions, sometimes nicknamed mud volcanoes, can produce regions of frothy water that are no longer capable of providing adequate buoyancy for vessels. If a ship were to run into an area like this, it would sink very quickly and without warning. Even the Mythbusters had an episode proving you sink when swimming in bubbly water, so it makes sense that a ship would sink as well. This hypothesis is supported by the publications released by the United States Coast Guard detailing large stores of undersea hydrates throughout the world, including the Blake Ridge area off the coast of the southeastern United States. However, the Coast Guard believes that no such release of gas hydrates has occurred in the Bermuda Triangle within the last 15,000 years. But I'd take this with a grain of salt, still, despite the fairly reputable source. We have come to our paranormal explanations. And just to be clear... These are not being presented to mock the deaths of those lost in the Triangle, but just to be transparent with all aspects of the Bermuda Triangle urban legend. Triangle writers have used many, many supernatural phenomena to explain Bermuda Triangle disappearances. One of these is that leftover technology from the mythical lost continent of Atlantis interferes with planes and ships in the Triangle, causing them to founder or crash. Sometimes, this is also connected to the submerged rock formation known as the Bimini Road off the island of Bimini in the Bahamas, which is in the Triangle by some definitions. Purported psychic Edgar Case predicted that evidence of Atlantis would be found in 1968, as referring to the discovery of Bimini Road and many of his followers believe the formation as a road, wall, or other structure shows that this is part of Atlantis. However, it has been proven that the Bimini Road is entirely natural. Other explanations include the hypothesis that the entrance to a parallel universe exists in the Bermuda Triangle region, causing a time-space warp that sucks ships and planes around it into a parallel universe. Some believe UFOs have kidnapped crews or entire vessels from the Bermuda Triangle, Of course, none of these are proven, but they are interesting to look into. I personally don't subscribe to this logic, but I don't blame anyone who questions their surroundings. That's the best way to research and learn. This episode couldn't be possible without our lovely patrons! Thank you all so much! If you'd like to support the channel and future episodes, go to patreon.com slash shipwrecksunday to join. Okay, we have speculated and put on our tinfoil hats. Now it is time to look at the criticisms of the Bermuda Triangle urban legend, starting with author Larry Kush, one of the most outspoken against the Triangle. He argued that the claims of many of the authors that are pro-Triangle were unverifiable, dubious, or exaggerated. He also noted that cases with pertinent information disproving the Triangle were misconstrued or withheld altogether, like the disappearance of round-the-world yachtsman Donald Crowhurst. In conclusion, Kush found the following main points. Number one. The number of aircraft and ships reported missing in the Bermuda Triangle was not significantly greater proportionally than any other part of the ocean. For example, there are numerous ships that have sunk near Titanic, but there is no Titanic Triangle. Number two. The Bermuda Triangle is the origin of or frequented by tropical cyclones and hurricanes, and the number of disappearances because of this were neither disproportionate, mysterious, nor unlikely. Take the sinking of S.S. El Faro, for example. We do have an episode if you wanted to check that one out. Number 3 Many authors fail to mention these storms or even misrepresent disappearances as though they happened on calm seas, when in fact there are meteorological records stating there was a storm in that area. Number 4. Sloppy research has led to exaggerated or inflated numbers and blatant lies. For example, a ship might have disappeared in the storm and that was reported, but its eventual return to port never hit the media. Number 5. In some cases, disappearances were reported that never actually happened. For example, a plane crash alleged to have happened in 1937 off Daytona Beach, Florida in front of hundreds of witnesses, but it's never been corroborated. Number 6. Finally, the legend of the Bermuda Triangle is created by humans rather than by Mother Nature herself, being sensationalized by numerous writers over the years, and the story being twisted with faulty reasoning, misconceptions, and flimsy storytelling. Kush isn't the only skeptic of the triangle, however. Even the famous marine insurance market Lloyds of London clapped back when they were asked about whether or not they charge higher rates to go through this area, and if there were a larger number of sinkings in this area. To both questions, the answer was no. Records obtained from the United States Coast Guard corroborates their claims, with the numbers even showing that the disappearances in this area are pretty puny in comparison to the number of ships and planes that pass through this area. The United States Coast Guard is if also officially skeptical of the Bermuda Triangle, showing through their inquiries the evidence and documentation that directly disproves and contradicts Triangle writers' claims. Skeptical researchers also have pushed back against the myth of the Triangle, noting how profitable and popular Mysterious and the Paranormal can be. I mean, look at the Triangle. This myth is well known and popular throughout the world. So much so that you could mention it to any Tom, Dick, and Harry on the street, and they'd know what you're talking about and have an opinion on it. In conclusion, I think there are a small amount of instances within the Bermuda Triangle that are difficult to explain. Not necessarily unexplainable, but difficult to decipher. In my opinion, as someone who is not an expert or professional researcher, I think there are primarily logical explanations, mostly having to do with weather and currents through this area. There are plenty of plane crashes and ship sinkings all over the ocean that have yet to be located that seemingly vanish out of air. For example, the disappearance of SS Waratah, which we do have an episode on. That's my opinion on the Triangle, but what do you think of the myth of the Bermuda Triangle? If you liked that story and wanted to hear something different than your typical Shipwreck Sunday content, check out our playlist on Cruise Line Controversies. Thank you for tuning in to Shipwreck Sunday, and stay tuned next week for the story of SS Henry Steinbrenner, a Great Lakes cargo freighter that was lost in a storm and her wreck was only recently found in 2023. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.